Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, so today I'm going to be talking about homophobia and everything surrounding Dwight Howard in the past week. I've been uh, trying to follow the story a little bit more so I could get all the details that I need in order for me to observe the situation closely to understand, you know, the correlation between homophobia and the black man or the black woman. So basically, if you haven't been following the story in the past week, Dwight Howard has been accused of being a homosexual or engaging in homosexual acts allegedly by a man and he basically stated that the reason why he came out is because he was fearing for his life. This man stated that him and Dwight Howard were having relations for a while and he found out that Dwight was also having relations with other transgender men and transgender women. So the guy also stated that he was basically not considered a transgender he's a male that likes to dress as a woman so he's basically just cross-dressing and you know he acts the part of a woman but he doesn't necessarily identify himself as anything in particular if you get what I'm saying so within that time period you know Dwight White Howard was getting accused of all these things and I was thinking to myself how does he feel right now? Because I'm pretty sure that his ego is kind of stricken down because of everything people have been saying on social media. I know when I was reading up on the story, I was really interested to see what other people were really saying because obviously when something like that comes out, it's always a shock for everyone. I was shocked, but at the same time, I really wasn't. Um, if you know Dwight Howard, he's actually one of the uh, wizard players. So he's a basketball player. And most of the time when things like that happen, it comes out in the forefront and everybody rushes to the story. So Dwight Howard was accused of having these relationships with these young men and women that are transgender and homosexual. So I was wondering, I wonder how he feels right now, because I would feel like it's very humiliating to go through something like that, especially in front of the whole entire world. Whether the allegations are true or not, you know, there is such a shame and guilt associated with being associated with the LGBT community sometimes, especially in the black community, because you don't know how you're going to get received, right? When I was really looking up statistics and all these things that happen in professional basketball, any type of professional sports, you really don't find a lot of homosexual men. It has really been on the hush because I'm trying to think, okay, you have all these teams, all these leagues, and no one is really gay except a couple or a handful. That seems almost impossible. And I'm talking about black or white. You know what I mean? So it's really impossible for people to say that that's not happening. So there is a possibility that other people are, you know, in relations with people of the same sex, but not bringing out in the forefront. There have been accusations in the past of other people uh, having sexual relations with people of the same sex and it blows up and then it ends up getting blown over. So this brings me to say, you know, if I were him, I would feel embarrassed 
not because of being accused of being homosexual, but somebody putting me out there in front street in front of everyone, knowing that I feel uncomfortable with people knowing that I may potentially be homosexual. This is just like somebody just releasing your nudes out there, knowing that that's something private for you guys to keep together. However, you know, the young man said that he felt like he was being threatened and he being harassed by Dwight Howard's team by his pastor as well. So, you know, he felt like he had to come forward and talk to people about it and let it be known because he wouldn't sign the disclosure agreement. This is the thing that I say to everyone, you know, especially being Dwight Howard, like you're in the scene, you're known. So if you're going to relate yourself with someone, why wouldn't you make them sign a non-disclosure agreement from the beginning? You know, especially if you don't want anyone knowing, especially if you're allegedly threatening someone and going to the extent of sending people from your camp and people who are related to you to try to threaten this young man into, you know, being hush hush, because I guess they told you that they were going to tell everyone about what you guys had going on. That seems to be unfair for, you know, both people in this situation. What type of situation is this for somebody to actually get rolled into basically a ball of mess. While I was looking up the situation, I went on black Twitter and Instagram. I don't really get on Twitter much because, you know, I don't have an account or my account has been inactive for a while. So all the information that I'm getting is from articles and from Instagram. And I was trying to figure out, okay, who is talking more negatively about the situation and who is going to have Dwight's back or this type of situation? Who's going to have the most to say when I was looking at all the reviews or all the comments that people were making I saw that it was mainly black people and all the things that we're saying weren't really positive about Dwight and the guy also stated that Dwight Howard was a bottom if you don't know what a bottom is it's basically saying that while you know two males are having sex he's on the bottom and getting digitally penetrated right so the guy said that you know he's six feet and he's a bottom I found that to be really hilarious but at the same time I felt so judgmental basically because I used to have a crush on Dwight Howard a couple of years ago when I was still in high school when he was playing for the magic so I was like dang what a beautiful black man and this is what's really going on I can't really say much about what I would do if I were Dwight, but I know that I will be so embarrassed. Like, I don't even, I don't even know, especially if I didn't want anyone to know. And I was thinking, you know, black people were really bashing him. And then when you went to the NBA black Twitter, this is just basically their fan page. Everyone was making jokes about him and, you know, how uncomfortable it would be to be in a locker room with him, making jokes about why he was out for the season. And why can't we come together as brothers and sisters to make sure that somebody's okay? Why do we take so much joy in tearing a brother down, especially in this moment? I'm pretty sure his ego is all the way blown out. He feels so emasculated because he's getting so much attention. And it's not even the greatest type of attention because people aren't really supporting him. They're reaching out in a negative manner. So that's already difficult in itself. And then being seen as a homosexual in the black community can be so threatening and it can be so shameful. And why would we associate homosexuality with shame and guilt? I still don't know the answer to that. For my observation, it seems as though like, you know, black parents, we've 
it's always been ingrained in us to be on the straight and narrow. It's always been like, okay, well, you could be anything else except be gay. My parents didn't necessarily say that, but I've seen people go through that. But at the end of the day, are we providing that type of leniency or some type of grace for people who are homosexual? It's very difficult for me to really say that we provide that, especially, you know, in this day and age, we never know who we're going to come across, especially now that, you know, the transgender community is is growing and it's such a beautiful thing to see that situation just evolve. People become who they feel like they're destined to be. And they has been jokes, especially on black Twitter about, you know, from now on, we have to check baby pictures, we have to check a birth certificate. Why do we have to go through all that? I know that, you know, I feel like it's inappropriate for someone not to disclose that they're transgender or anything like that when they meet someone, because obviously now with the sex changes, it's kind of difficult for some people to tell. However, if somebody tells you that they're they're a transgender man or a transgender woman, we have to be empathetic, we have to be understanding, and we have to allow people to have their own lane. If you don't necessarily agree with somebody's sexual orientation, that's not for you to understand. Right. So what I was trying to lead up to, you know, in the black community has been difficult, especially for the younger kids. So I had a client last week tell me something so amazing and so true. So he was telling me that, you know, he came out to his mother a couple of months ago, which led him to getting kicked out. This is a young black male. You know, he was like, you know, I know my mom knew I was gay. I initially knew when I first met him that he was gay because of his presentation. So he was like, he found the courage to open up to his mother and tell her verbally that he's homosexual. Well, obviously, mom didn't really like that. So he ended up getting kicked out. And during that process, he was explaining, he was like, you know, it's really difficult for me to be gay in America and especially as a black male. I have to be able to defend myself. So I have to learn how to physically fight because if you don't know how to protect yourself, you're going to end up dead. That right there is very, very stunning. We never really think about what other people go through because we're so used to heterosexuality. We don't even take the time to think about other people who aren't heterosexual. We always put them in the back burner. Why is it so difficult for us to find support and give that person what they need from their brother or from their sister? And when you really look at it statistically, um, women in sports can openly have homosexual relationships. That doesn't affect their sports play. But the men, they can't do any of that. Or they're keeping it quiet and it seems so non-existent, which I feel like is impossible. If you were in this situation, what would you do? If this was your brother, how would you handle the situation to try to help them out in this time? Because I feel like it's very important for us to be able to come together when things like this are happening. And a lot of people are committing suicide and are hurting themselves because they can't relate to anyone. They feel like there's no one out there. They can't reach out to their family members because being black and being a black gay male, that's not really accepted as much as it could be especially in our community. I feel like this is a great opportunity to see how can we improve our perception on homosexuality, on transgender, on any of those things. You know, I think it goes beyond what we've been taught. 
It goes beyond the definition of what we think should happen with other people's lives. And why do we find so much joy and happiness in breaking somebody down? Because really, this whole past week, I haven't really seen anyone try to encourage Dwight about what he's going through. Whether the situation is true or not, there's still two black brothers going through something and we're not providing any type of support. We're just worried about people being gay in general, especially a basketball player. We find it to be impossible, and if it is possible, we want to shame them. So I felt like, you know, it's better to come together than to tear each other down. I know that for myself, if I found myself in that situation and, you know, somebody in my family was getting threatened, I would want them to speak up. I would want them to say something, especially if they feel like they don't belong or if they feel unsafe because of somebody's social status. That's not fair in itself either. So for me, I would just suggest to anyone who is going through something similar to speak up, whether it's somebody who is gay or somebody who feels like their life is in danger. You know what I mean? So with both people, this situation is very time consuming. The situation makes somebody really wonder what we have going on with our world because we spend so much time on social media trying to bash other people. How about we look into our own backyard and see how we can fix ourselves and then go to our front yard and try to help other people become who they truly want to be? What do you think? I just feel like I could not believe the part about him being a bottom. So I just want to, you know, talk about even for myself. When I initially heard it, my jaw dropped, right? And I was thinking, Jesus, not Dwight Howard. But but then again, in the same state of mind, I was like, it is possible because, you know, he is a human being. Just because he's an NBA player doesn't mean that he can't be gay. He can't be homosexual. So I was thinking about my selfish ways of thinking that he's supposed to be heterosexual because his social status, the way that he looks, him being a black male, him him being tall, that really doesn't matter in relationships. So we have to also watch out for our own biases when it comes to other people and trying to stay away from having too many opinions about how people should be, right? So if you or your friend are going through something similar to this, so and you want to reach out to someone, they do have an LGBT national hotline for everyone to talk to somebody about different things. And they have peer counseling and information and local resources. The phone number is 1-888-843-4564. And that's 1-888-843-4564 if you feel like you need some help or resources. Please tune into my podcast. I hope this was helpful. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear. 